regulation of overspending the money Britain and yet you dumb bitches eating right off these bleaches Pulling trashes down, sucking dicks and believing the bullshit Welcome in. This is The Legacy Right. I am The Legacy of Jennifer and hyphen Kaiser. I am Zachary Kaiser, my compadre, my co-host, Andrew, and we got a special guest for you, Infinite Zeal Syndicate, over on the Twitters, or uh, the X's, whatever the hell they're calling it, the Zeters. So, but before we jump into it, and I get more in depth into introducing this man, um and uh talking some shenanigans uh and all the all the good stuff why don't you go take a break take a breather then then come back and watch the rest of the episode but go to fanghornforesters.com fanghornforesters.com we are a family of ants thus fanghorn the leader of the ants you know lord of the rings mumbo jumbo you know yeah haha fanghornforesters.com my cousin he has a business he wants to get started with, woodworking, millwork, and uh, he wants to he wants to help you try to build some things. So why don't you help him build so you can build? So go to FanghornForesters.com, uh, all his info right there, and uh, let's get to the show. So uh, how's it hanging, Andrew? Not bad. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So let's introduce our guest today. Infinite Zeal, or any other name he wants to introduce himself by. If he wants, to, you know, we're not we're not putting that you works up. for me. <laughs> so works for me. So, and how are you doing today, Infinite? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? I appreciate you having me. Hey, good. Especially hey, after uh, I, I saw you had on uh, the great Dr. Patrick Newman, and. Uh, his um his book cronyism like his book is what made me realize like to the extent like oh the constitution isn't all like this mm-hmm. magical piece of paper that we're all taught it is and it was just like almost like his book kind of like blew my mind to the extent uh um like it like the title says like it is a crony document so i was very uh it's great you have you had him on and then you have uh me on who's you know Never done anything even close to as important as you know, Dr. Newman's done. So I appreciate you having me. I'm excited. Hey, that was Dr. a really good book. It, it was. It was a really, really good book. And it kind of like speaking of like cronyism, I mean, it puts in the, especially if you've, if you've read like Lysander Spooner and No Treason and Vices Are Not Crimes and all his works, I mean, Natural Law, you start like pinpointing it all together and like, realizing oh well shoot like here's dr newman's cronyism like he's going he's going like right into depth just how revolutionary that document was i mean it really was a counter-revolution off of a revolution the revolution was won and then Mm. and then the hamiltonians came in robert morris gouverneur morris all them fat cats yeah and we're uh and we're all, uh, <clears throat> at least I was taught in school, I'm sure everyone else was the same. It's like, oh, the founding fathers, they, at the Constitutional Convention, they were all just sitting around and dreaming up ways to limit their own power and maximize mm-hmm. freedom for everybody. And they had such this great foresight to think into the future. How can we 
maximize people's liberty down the line. Um, and then you're reading yeah. Dr. Newman's book, you're like, wait a second, like they were basically trying to protect their own financial interests and start a central bank. And yeah, Alexander Hamilton, he had not, he was like just in it for himself from the start. And then, you know, you, you just see how it kind of spiraled from there. So I was like, wait a second, yeah, like we weren't taught anything accurate in history class. Mm. So mm -hmm. um, his, uh, no, now that I have a son, it's like very important to me. It's like, okay. You know, no treason. You know, crony is uh, uh, Dr. Newman's book. These are the books that you know he's going to be uh, uh, learning from, um, and mm -hmm. not this like you know comic book, you know, history version. And then there's another book called The Framers' Coup by Michael Klarman. That's that's it's, it's a little bit even thicker. That's even goes into greater detail. Um, and then you know, it, it talking about uh, you know the electoral college and how like the point of the electoral college was basically like. They didn't want the common people like influencing the elections. They mm, wanted yeah. to insulate themselves from the common man. So it was like, yeah, we're gonna see like how many degrees of separation we can have from my like, common people and protect ourselves. So mm -hmm. it's like that's another good book about uh, uh, kind of building off of uh, cronyism, um, and just like wow, like I got a lot of unlearn like all mm. the uh, years of uh, nonsense we were taught, and uh, I'm thankful that. I was able to come across Dr. Newman's book and uh, uh, the Framers' Coup, and mm -hmm. kind of learned real things. So, yeah, that's, a lot of catching yeah. up to do. Yeah, that, that's interesting. You brought up the Electoral College and the fact that, I mean, they wanted to consolidate the power, and like they they knew that they couldn't have, in specifically in certain circumstances, with like electing the president, the the grand executor of the government. They they had to keep certain limits on expanding democratic principles and i mean the founders i mean they knew the classics they knew ancient greece i mean and they knew the failures of democracy with athens and then they also knew like the the republics that essentially started out limited to a certain extent like rome or or then even like in like the old world Europe, like in the feudal times, you have like the Republic of Venice. I mean, these knockoff republics. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a landowning elite that, and, and those with power with the church. I mean, at that point, point, and that's how they get their power is through land and liege. And, uh, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going on a tangent now, but I mean, that's oh, what's, that's what's interesting about the, the electoral college is the fact that, I mean, they wanted to limit all that power, but I mean, then you look at today and the official narratives through like mainstream media or as Michael Malice would want us to refer to it as the corporate press, which that's what it is. I mean, it seems like regime they, media. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they want to, they, they, they want to expand that now. They, they realize the people are utterly retarded. They will give us the power. Right. So yeah. Um, why not? Why not expand democracy to what the to its direct instance? <laughs> yeah, U.S. citizens uh, property in the District of Columbia versus uh, and willing to give uh, or versus Fox. So, who's that court decision? Yeah, it's interesting, and um, and and you, I, I haven't heard. You know, after like 2016, you heard uh, a lot of like, oh, get rid of the electoral college and stuff. And mm -hmm. I haven't really heard that lately. 
as much. I know they, the, the you know the Democrats won in twenty twenty. So of course you know the electoral college is very legitimate, and uh, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. question it. But uh, I'm sure the next time a presidential election goes wrong, it's like, oh wait a second, we got to get rid of this thing again. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and then uh, it was even I think even going, George Mason. It's amazing all these guys have all the, these universities named after him and stuff all these crony guys and mm-hmm. george mason said something like uh um it would be like like letting the common person decide who's president is like asking a blind person to decide like what the best like color is yeah. like if you yeah. show, show a blind person a palette of colors mm-hmm. so it's like they seem like they had a lot of disdain for like the common folks mm-hmm. um and uh so yeah it's, it's it's you see that still today it's like oh yeah we're just like the poor plebes and stuff and they're the uh, a genius elite and of course we can't question them or anything like that so it doesn't seem like very much has uh, changed down down the line in that respect mm-hmm. yeah just that's their point I'm sorry. oh no go ahead Andrew. It's just basically like they're playing the video game right and we're just the background characters they don't have to worry about the consequences how they see their, their mm-hmm. actions they don't personally suffer well, that's that's when you're you're, you're Arthur Morgan. Not at all, yeah. Boy, <laughs> so always be Arthur Morgan. Don't don't be the NPC yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those NPCs, and you're right, Andrew. Like they don't seem to. There doesn't seem to really be any like consequence or kind of like pain because all these uh, people from from COVID, they all got reelected. All these lockdown yeah. governors. Um, mm-hmm. Even you see with Trump, it's like you ask a MAGA person, and it's like we get up, forget the fact that you know he it said he's the father of the vaccine, and you know he, you know, let Fauci run the country, and uh, the, his DOJ indicted Julian Assange, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he appointed Christopher Wray head of the FBI, and he endorsed all these rhinos, and it's like they recognize all those people are bad and they recognize the vaccine is dangerous but it's like for some reason the line never gets connected to trump it's just a weird kind of yeah. like mass psyop but it's like i don't know so i don't I, i'm trying not to call it a cult but it seems like it is kind of a cult because there seems to be no kind of like yeah he shouldn't have done x y or z it's almost like he's a victim of everyone else around him mm-hmm. somehow so yeah. i mean it's 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 quite an interesting thing to, to, to watch happen yeah, that's interesting you bring up. Like he, I mean, it, it it was his head of the FBI that essentially was his downfall, right? I mean, obviously there's some political some political shenanigans going on. I mean, obviously the Democrats yeah. and the Biden regime are using politics to take him down. The but I mean, could it backfire though? I mean, could we see Donald Trump get voted? president in 2024 from a jail cell I mean, it will possibly right? that would be something so but i mean and i guess that that leads to a question speaking of julian Assange, and the fact that it was under trump that he was indicted um what do you think about everything that's going with with trump right now and, and his cases pending i mean with all with his alleged uh conspiracy to defraud the united states and and sell and steal and potentially sell secrets to who knows russia of course with russia gate yeah. which we know is a house but 
maybe it wasn't. Who knows? Maybe it's one big. This is all one big psyop. But I mean, what do you think of what do you think of that on you know, on on the fact that Trump was a big part of Julian Assange finally going down? Yeah, it is a, it is a bit of a, a bit ironic, I would say. I mean, I, I, I don't know 100 percent, if I'm not mistaken. I believe were they kind of indicted on similar like espionage kind of violations. Was Is that right? Um Mm-hmm. So yeah, in that reg- so it's it is interesting now. Yeah, I mean, I, it's obviously all political with Trump. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I doubt he was doing really anything nefarious. I'm sure he just has stashed a bunch of documents in his bathroom or wherever it was. Like, sure. I mean, yeah. of course, you know, if he's getting if we're if we're making indict presidents on like war crime stuff, okay, yeah, I'm 100 yeah. with you. But this is a stupid like, you know, mm-hmm. trivial like political nonsense. And then, but so in that regard, yes, I can I recognize it is all political. 100%. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, get mad that, uh, well, this supposedly, you know, wrong things trumped with these these documents. But at the same time, it's like, I have a really hard time feeling bad for the guy. Like, he's some sort of like martyr when mm-hmm. you see what the DO, his DOJ did with, with Julian Assange. And even then, on top of that, kind of letting his, you know, the January 6th people just kind of rot in, in jail, not really doing much to help them. So it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, okay, now the, the Democrat, I mean, uh, what is, you know, Trump having his arsenal to kind of hit back at them? Besides complaining on true social, I don't know what he's going to do, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, just hope, I guess he just hopes, like, the justice system kind of is like, yeah, this is like a bunch of uh, BS. So, I mean, I'm trying not to get too sucked into it. I kind of really don't really feel bad for the guy because if he would train the swamp, like he said, he was going to, this wouldn't have happened. So, I mean, you mean this is an inverted rug pull? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like he's an architect of his own demise to a degree. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's political. I don't really feel so bad for the guy. He could have, so, yeah, I mean, and then again, and then, and then his his old argument is like, oh well, if it happens to Trump's, like if it happens to me, it can, it, it can happen to you. Like I'm, he's just standing in the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it already is happening to other people. I mean, Ron Paul has been warning what since the '80s or '90s. Like the FBI basically exists to like go after political opponents. So this is what the FBI does now. Not to this, you know, the Department of Justice, I guess, hasn't been operating like this to this scale. But I mean, that's what they they do really. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is kind of something that's been going along for a while. Now everyone's starting to notice because it's Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe we should all listen to Ron Paul a little bit sooner and he would, you know, we wouldn't be going through it. No one would be going through any of this. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, honestly, from my perspective, I think, I think when it comes to Trump, it's just, <clears throat> it's just like watching The Apprentice. It's just one big reality yeah. show. Like, uh, and and he was always he was. I don't think he was truly destined to become president. I think even he was surprised when he got voted in in twenty sixteen. At least from my perspective, I think. And he, so he wasn't ready. So all the bullshit out of his mouth that got him elected, like I'm going to drain the swamp or I'm going to build this wall and whatever, and Mexico's going to pay for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that no no war there's no more wars 
and I'm going to bring every, bring all of her to her song, which obviously, yeah, he didn't start a new war, but he certainly escalated so many others. And of course, he did start new wars. You just don't hear about them. They're just, they're clandestine. So, I mean, there was always special ops going on, black operations. On I mean, Biden's probably beating them now because uh, every president ends up dropping more bombs since the empire began. But, I mean, Trump, uh, I, I mean, he, he led some of the most outrageous bombing campaigns under his presidency. I guess... To a certain extent, you could say, oh, well, he he was being controlled. <laughs> I mean, maybe he tried to stop it, but then they basically said, no, you can't do that. And he just went along with it. So you could look at it that way. I mean, or he's just a typical politician, even though he was never a politician. But you can't say he wasn't because he's always been in politics. It's just always mm. been scenes. Yeah, and I remember, um, I forget what year this was, but he was, when he, he had some big deal with the Saudis, he was going to, uh, we had some big weapons package or something to the Saudis, and he's sitting mm-hmm. there with the crown prince or whoever it was, and he has his little uh, uh, poster boards Orb. with all the, yeah. these yeah. are the Abrams tanks, and these, this costs 100, and he's so proud of like how much everything costs, this yeah. costs 100 billion these planes cost like you know two hundred billion, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then and he's like, I remember specifically, he's like, you know what this means? This means jobs, right? This is like good for our economy. This is jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, so, you know, there it is. You know, we have to you know sell all these weapons to the Saudis. We have to keep the war machine turning because uh, jobs. It's it. This is part of our economy, and it is like in my state, South Carolina. There's a big, um, not too far from me. There's a big Lockheed Martin plant, and they're building a bunch of planes and stuff. Um, I'm sure Lindsey Graham had something to do with that. So it's like, yeah, this is a big time for the local economy, you know. So, and Trump's, you know, he he's he's big on the jobs thing, and so and you know, of course, uh, um, you know, it doesn't matter if it's private sector or government or public. You know, it's a he mm-hmm. can he can sit there and say, I create all these jobs. It doesn't matter that these jobs are. Know, causing mass death around the world we're look at our you know this yeah. is this is good for us so it's a bull you know uh, a bull point for him and his you know a uh, campaign and his job creation so um so that's why it's kind of hard for me to when he talks about he's gonna end the war i'm gonna end the war in ukraine in 24 hours well it's like okay well we know like you like to uh, um the mass production of, of these weapons because of jobs and and, and all this yeah. kind of thing you're you're kind of hanging out with Lindsey Graham a lot. So, I mean, then you're going to end the war in Ukraine. Like, Lindsey Graham's, like, the biggest, like, advocate for war in Ukraine or anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's kind of hard to take serious, like you said. Like, you know, he he went through all his things in 2016, all his promises and stuff. And of course, it never happened. So, mm-hmm. we're going through this again. And, of course, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are – we didn't learn the first time. And so, we're going to let's – you know, he's actually going to do it this time. But, I mean – I hope I hope I'm wrong and hope he does do it, but I mean we can only go on on past experience. And last time around, he made a lot of uh, promises and and uh, that weren't kept that were in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the, the the worst aspect is the fact that his biggest endorsee is or his biggest endorser is uh, Lindsey Graham. So 
Yeah, Fiscon, dude. Mm-hmm. Scum off the earth. I mean, really. War Pig Lindsey Graham. See, yeah. That, I was about to bring that up. Like, I, I love the memes that you you keep dropping on Twitter. Like that, just it describes that to to the T. Like he is like the one where it's where uh, where it's the anim- all the animals and then War Pig and it's Lindsey Graham. Yeah. that's just. That describes him to a T. Like that, yeah. yeah. And he looks like a pig. <laughs> oh, he's really, I mean, he's just, I mean, I don't know. We're just, this can't describe the guy. I don't, I'm never going to refer to that guy without, you know, including War Pig Lindsey Graham. So I won't ever say his name mm-hmm. without that uh, uh, the adjective there to describe him. Because that's, I mean, to me, I mean, and, and, and the funny thing is, is he's uh you know he's he's a big supposedly like pro-life anti-abortion guy mm-hmm. like how you can be pro-life and then be so pro-war at the same time like to me that's kind of like a contradiction so it's my abortion because he knows if you kill fetuses in the womb, that's one less body he's gonna have available to send over and fight his war. So you gotta, we gotta mm-hmm. keep all these, you gotta have all these babies born. You gotta funnel them into the war machine, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he can keep collecting checks. So hmm. when you're a system pig, all you want is fodder, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he's just like I just gets. Like he gets off from war, it seems like. I mean, it's only the only thing he talks about, the only thing he thinks about. I like just this stuff going on in the United States. Like, okay, you know, men, men, all men has to a man has to say is he's a woman and he can go in the woman's bathroom and you know whatever the economy and X, Y, and Z and what Lindsey Graham worried about. It's all we got to get more tanks and cluster bombs to Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, we know he we know who he works for. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, and it would be better to to actually be able to see that. Like, I mean, yeah. another another meme that that I've seen you drop. Like, what if we just had all these politicians, just like NASCAR, show who their sponsors? I mean, because yeah. I mean, they're sponsored. I mean, they 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 live for the lobbies, the corporate interests that are um, in the they're which. I mean, nothing wrong with the fact that companies want to make money, but I mean, we shouldn't be incentivizing war. We can fix the military industrial complex. We just have to figure out different ways of incentivizing while also trying to backtrack away from government and its intervention and its regulation, stop the money printer from going burr and, uh, and then allow small business to kind of blossom up. Meanwhile, let the uh, let the big companies let Raytheon Technologies or or Lockheed Martin Boeing, I mean, let them still conduct business, but incentivize them. And yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to still stay in this welfare state scenario, subsidize them in a reward se- section of of doing good rather than expanding a war machine. I mean, you can you you can create jobs without making war. I mean, you can. I don't, you can mm-hmm. make clothes. You can make. I mean, 
manufacture some washing machines for like poor for poor nations for, for for poor people that are affordable i mean i don't know so they can wash their clothes in, in a modern easy modern setting i guess i mean help promote a, 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 a an expansion of electrical grids across the world in places that don't have electric i mean that don't have the, those necessities that we take for granted in our first world development i mean it, it we can fix it i mean it just takes like yeah. time and energy and work and and uh and then eventually separation from that welfare state well when you force their hand by making them using uh making them make a choice and then not have to be able to uh, live off of sorry. force their hand to make them make a choice and not be able to change their mind and have to go down the same path and somebody else has to go down a different path you know that you diversify that power yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, I and i think you um you said it uh exactly you said like it's like a, an incentive structure so that's like it is kind of sad that it's like, oh, the really the only way, mm-hmm. kind of to stop the more machine from kind of is oh, you have to incentivize them not to do it because they're not going to decide, hey, you know, maybe we should stop waging war and you know, throwing third world countries to smithereens. Um, so you know, it's not going to like legis- legislate itself out of existence. It's all going to be like they have to be like incentivize like oh you can make the same amount of money doing something like peaceful and it's like mm-hmm. okay maybe then we can so i mean it's mm-hmm. kind of sad that that's kind of like seems like the only way to do things but mm-hmm. you know we got to just kind of uh, work with what, what we got i guess so um but yeah i mean to, george orwell nailed it i mean he the war is meant to be continuous and i mean we've um and that's just proven to be the case in american history i can't I don't know if they, if there were like any number of like a five year stretch where we weren't in a conflict somewhere. If we weren't, then it's like some kind of kind of domestic war, you know, war on drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but... awesome. We lost them, so we yeah. Try to um, get them back. I mean, just... Yeah, no this this is interesting. So yeah, what what's your take on it? Well, like I said, you know, if you diversify and make it so it's impossible for them to change their mind and the path they're going, either they're going to survive or they're going to they're going to capitulate and die because their choices have consequences. Mm-hmm. So the more the more diversified the power structure, the harder it is for them to negatively impact the lives of other people. Mm-hmm. That's why. Decentralized money supply is so important. Well, yeah, that's that's where we we have to definitely decentralize the money supply. We can't uphold to this monopoly. I mean, nobody should have a monopoly on money. Nobody yeah. should be able to create money out of thin air. This is where the incentives of the subsidy that allows for these corporations to run amok and for the government to expand upon war governments, I should say, not just yeah. our government, but for the most part, our government, because we are an empire. We're the, we're the empire right now. So yeah. in, the, in this time of history, so, I mean, that's, 
that's where it it it's starts with trying to incentivizing towards going away from the money printer. I mean, but in the same at the, at the same realm, we have them back. So, but like, I'm okay. sorry, the app just uh, the app just crashed on me here. So we, we it happens. It happens. So I'm glad that we were able to get back in. But but yeah, um, we'll kind of get settled and figure out. Yes, we definitely uh, we definitely need to. Uh, I want to see the sponsor jackets. I want to see everyone wearing. Uh, I want to see the, the Pfizer. I want to see the Raytheon. I want to see uh, uh, you know Chase Morgan Bank. Um, I want to see, you know all of it. So mm-hmm. just like NASCAR Wells drivers, Fargo. Wells Fargo, mm-hmm. um, you know Teachers City Union. Bank. So Citibank, the banks, the unions, and of course the stuff. biggest, the the two biggest of all of those donors that pretty much run the whole world. Vanguard and BlackRock. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So yes, okay. I mean they got yeah, their. Uh, it wasn't. Even, it was probably. I, 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 I never heard of BlackRock myself until just a few years ago. Maybe like what five years ago or less. Mm-hmm. So they are just like in the shadows. Like they were like very intentionally, um, like operating like behind the scenes. No, no, mm-hmm. like advertising, anything like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they're they're relatively new company too. It's like I I think they I think they're only like maybe a decade, maybe two decades old or something. So yeah, they've kind of just sprung about and started buying out all asset after asset and I mean and just continuously growing. So I mean when your growth is that extreme and, and the government acknowledges it. I mean, that's when the partnerships begin, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they own. Uh, I mean, all these like you know, all, the, all all these major corporations are all owned by like you know, you know, BlackRock owns their like fifteen percent, and Vanguard owns you know. So mm-hmm. they're all these com- you know competitive you know the businesses that are like competitors, and like whether it be food or uh, the auto industry, like BlackRock owns you know. They're a piece of all yeah. the, every pie, so mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're winning either way. Yeah, and it's no different. It's it's no different. It's like history repeats itself, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, uh, no different from the the Rockefellers and the Carnegies and United States Steel and and all the rail companies that that were all consolidated. I mean, Standard Oil consolidating and and getting into the banking industry after it solidified its hold. And and uh, and was able to create their gigantic cartel, ironically enough, with the help of the of the antitrust laws. I mean, Sherman Acts. I mean, those. It, all it did was just break up. It broke up every one of their subsidiaries into different brands. And I mean, oh well, we don't own it. Um, bullshit. I mean, Chevron is still Standard Oil, right? Right. So. I mean, and that's what we're seeing with like things like little companies like BlackRock. I mean, they just the difference is is they're they're getting into the the asset and the liquidation uh, portion of the market, whereas standard Don't oil about land. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. exactly, Andrew. Do you want to go off on that? Expand on that land. 
Well, I mean, they've been buying a bunch of, up a bunch of land. They can mm-hmm. move up it with China and some other, com- er, some other companies. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Bill Gates and you know, buying a bunch of, bunch of land, too. Mm-hmm. Are, are they the ones they've been buying all the... Um... I was seeing that they, I think it was like they were buying all like the same like these like single family homes like is like this yeah. huge percentage of homes is all like owned by yeah um, BlackRock now so it's like all yeah. like, corporately owned so mm-hmm. I see all these subdivisions popping up at least in my area there's sub- a lot of housing constructions and subdivisions I'm sure BlackRock's like oh they whole bunch of those they just they're going to own the, either the construction companies or the, the land mm-hmm. itself or the you know or housing or the, mm-hmm. you know the real estate companies so it's like you know, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Evan Bill Gates. I mean, it's it's a big club, and we're not in it. Let's just say that. <laughs> exactly, you know? as the great George Carlin would say. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's 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 as true as now as a, as ever, as it ever was. Yeah, I mean, more so now, more so yeah. now. I mean, because it was a different time then, and now uh, we it's just we've allowed it to go on for this long, so. And now we're still to the bottom until, until, you know, there's the financial crisis. And mm-hmm. They can't just keep printing money and inflating the bubble. So, so that's where that's where I'm going to lead into this question. What's your perspective there, Infinite, on, on how do we how do we uh, how do we fix this? Like, what do we what, what should we do as a society um, in order to kind of separate ourselves from all this? fuckery <laughs> this economical and political fuckery. yeah that's a good question I, I don't know if i have all the answers but i guess well, at least what i'm trying to do is number one just learn what's going on mm-hmm. like i believe 100 percent uh the book of ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun right so mm-hmm. understanding uh history so and that's the, the real history that's not not the textbook version we got you know that's understanding like reading cronyism and um, reading um, like Lysander Spooner or reading Creature from Jekyll Island or like mm-hmm. understanding like the things that actually like happened, mm-hmm. not the uh, BS propaganda version. So understanding history, understanding what's going on. Um, okay. So now we know um, like, yeah, we all, we all believe like ending the Fed, right? So the Fed's not going to legislate itself out of existence. Congress isn't isn't going to like pass a bill like ending the Fed. It's mm-hmm. so. What can we do on an individual level? So I guess that that for me that's like okay. That's a question I have to ask myself: is what do I do? Okay, I know the Fed's not going to really go anywhere. Congress isn't going to end the Fed. So, uh, President Trump's not going to sign an executive order ending the Fed. Mm-hmm. So I need to be less reliant on the banking cartel as much as as possible so that's like owning things like you know precious metals i know uh, cryptocurrency that's a big one mm-hmm. i'm trying to learn a lot about um i know a lot of people like bitcoin i have a um some questions about that especially mm-hmm. they kind of now with black rocket involved um any that's another conversation i guess mm-hmm. um so that's taking personal like responsibility being self-reliant not relying on the banking cartel, not relying on uh, the system in mm-hmm. general. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I'm not like a homestead or anything or living yeah. off the grid. So I, you know, go instead of, uh, even though I do have uh, some friends that are farmers, I get some food from, I still go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and things like this. Uh, but just getting to the point of like self-reliance and independence where and sustainability where I don't have to need like 
banks at all or you know the supply chain as much as maybe i used to or other people do so to me that's i guess the only thing i see that i can do um i think it just starts out on a personal level just doing little things like that um and you know then i think we're going in the right direction so waiting for the fed to kind of end i don't think that's really too too constructive i don't think that's ever going to happen so uh, understanding okay what's the rest of the world doing as well okay the rest of the world's de-dollarizing we're seeing you know the BRICS countries we're seeing brazil and china and russia and india and all these countries and even africa they're moving away from the dollar america you know was bullied the world into using the dollar Mm -hmm. for so long china's trying to uh, incentivize people not to use the dollar through uh, like economic means and so that's happening so mm-hmm. that's okay. Now I need to uh, start moving away from dollars. You know, like I said, buying gold, silver, uh, maybe buying other currencies um, that are maybe, you know, poised to be stronger down the road. So to me, that's my, would be my answer. That's the, those are things I'm going to be, you know, can continue to try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I know, what, what do you, what yeah. do you, what do you got? Do you have a position on Bitcoin versus Bitcoin Cash? No, like I said, I'm now I'm trying. I for a long time I was very uh, skeptical of Bitcoin because mainly for like two reasons. One, because there was like the 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 Moon Boys, these Bitcoin Maxis that were like these pie in the sky kind of like claims they were making, mm. um, and like they were like very like you know like. You know, the person I really uh, like to read, like uh, try to learn from a lot is like Warren Buffett, right? So, because he's one of the best investors of all time. And then, so it's like, oh, Warren Buffett doesn't like Bitcoin. So all these like people, like 20, like 20 year olds, like, oh, Warren Buffett's an idiot. He doesn't like Bitcoin. What does he know? So it's like, okay, so you're going to, you're telling me this guy doesn't know what he's talking about because he doesn't like Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So that kind of turned me off. And then two, Michael Saylor, who's like the Bitcoin like spokesman, or he's like a big, big Bitcoin guy. He's got like a horrible track record um, investing wise, going back to the dot-com bubble with uh, micro strategy like he's just a serial like gambler mm-hmm. um and then when bitcoin was towards the top i think the sixty thousand plus or so he told everyone um like go on in bitcoin sell your house go on in bitcoin right and then of course bitcoin you know it it's you know down below 30 and i didn't hear any like oh that was a bad call for me bad take you know my bad yeah. so um and then you know but then i then that kind of turned me off to all the crypto just because of the bitcoin people i was mm-hmm. like this is like kind of something smells off but then as i kind of got to from more familiar with other people that are like that live 100 percent on crypto uh whether it be crypto uh bitcoin cash or like monero or whatever mm-hmm. okay i can see the utility the privacy i get it this is what i think like i need to be involved with this because you know especially the privacy element t-dollarizing um, yep. But now my, I know a lot of libertarians still like, um, uh, 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 in the, and maybe I'm wrong about Bitcoin. I'm trying to find out myself. Like I'm seeing like BlackRock and all these yeah. uh, major institutions getting in on Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Now to me, it's like, okay, if we're like believing ending the Fed, well, the, um, you can't like BlackRock's in that like cartel cabal banking like mm-hmm. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of rolling out the Bitcoin ETFs and all this stuff. Now there's nothing wrong with like, you know, you know, investing with, with fidelity and any of these things necessarily, but 
Like, uh, it's hard for me to be convinced that that's like the like the solution is like Bitcoin when like I'm seeing all these major institutions involved in the banking cartel getting in on Bitcoin. So it's like mm-hmm. to me, that's kind of I'm trying to figure that out myself. To be honest with you, I don't have all the answers. I'm trying to learn about it, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm there's something I'm missing with that. Um, but uh, I I'm kind of. Now, I think it's probably good to own Bitcoin. It'll probably kind of get to a certain point where, like, as an investment vehicle, but as far as, like, a currency and, and something to use on a daily for daily exchange and transactions, I don't know if I would probably um, look at it that way or use it. I'd probably use a different cryptocurrency. So I'm probably more of a Bitcoin cash guy. That's mm-hmm. a long-winded way to answer your question um, in that respect. So I, I personally, I think there's probably better options in Bitcoin like mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn more about it, but that's just my two cents. Well, that's it. That's essentially what Bitcoin Cash is. Bitcoin Cash essentially is what Bitcoin was supposed to be. I mean, yeah. P2P, very fast transaction. I mean, literally cash, like cash on a crypto sense, like on a on a crypto sphere digital sense. Like I'm handing you cash, like with the same level. It's like sending a text message. Yeah, like, they, like sending a text message. So that's weird. It's anonymous. It's semi-anonymous, and mm-hmm. everybody can see what what the message is, but nobody knows really who who sent it. Mm-hmm. So that and that that's what makes it a a, a good utility for like a medium of exchange, which is yeah. essentially what Satoshi Nakamoto, well, or what we perceive he he meant when he created bitcoin the first bitcoin was it, it it's a medium of exchange it's not supposed to be a store of value of course we've kind of crossed into that investment type of strategy where it it's it's a value and we're yeah. still living on that edge of oh well i mean we're measuring it by dollar or whatever denomination you're at if you're in a different country euro whatever yen one right. Um, but that's where we need to like re- retrain our brain to realize like it's another option it, that we can use that's not a fiat currency. Yeah. So whether it's Bitcoin Cash, whether uh, it's Monero, whether it's Zcash or Dash, I mean, all of these, like, I mean, I would get away from the shit coins. Like, no, I mean, Doge is a joke. Oh, well, no, no Pepe? No Pepe coin? Well, I mean, if you want to be financially independent, you really study the markets. And then yeah. from there, you move money over to whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be a, like Michael Sarah, like he was talking about me, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Because if, if, you, if you're in it just for the dollar value, then you're in it for the wrong ones. Yeah. 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 So, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it just was kind of, yeah, it seems like it, like Bitcoin's now this thing where it's like, okay, I buy Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Because Bitcoin's going to go to 100,000 and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be rich. Like, I'm going to cash mm-hmm. out. Yeah. It's like, well, like, that to me, it's like, okay, that's, it seems like it's been like Bitcoin's been like kind of co opted in a way and like turned into this. Mm. Whereas how, yeah. how I've been, like you were saying, it's it was meant to be like a medium of exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I guess uh, you got uh, it's just 
with all this inflation of so much money, it just gets kind of channeled into the, like so many different yeah. things. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think me personally, Bitcoin Cash, like I, that's, I probably own the mo- most thing I own the most is Bitcoin Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very, I've always been kind of the skeptical of Bitcoin. And even if it goes to a million, I'm still going to be like, still kind of skeptical of it as far as like having my privacy and like, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote, ending the Fed in my personal yeah. life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Bitcoin's probably the best way to do that. So I don't know. Hopefully I can, oh, and... I'm, I'm hoping to talk to them a lot of some Bitcoin maxis and maybe they can tell me how I'm, why I'm yeah. wrong. And I'm, I'm happy to, to hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, still, man, it, Bitcoin core, right. It's still putting the brakes on the, on the central bank's ability, uh, ability to, to continue, continuously print money. Because eventually, the purchasing power is just going to be so dramatically horrible that they're going to have to switch to something else. Right. And then we talked about I was talking about the anonymity of being able to be anonymous before they are integrating something called Taproot uh, into the Bitcoin protocol, and it's supposed to make it fully anonymous, just like Monero or the Dash. Okay. Dash. It's interesting. So, and that will just that would distribute to the the, the forks like Bitcoin Cash, but they'll have to implement it in their own way. So, gotcha. So, is there truth to like I I've been I've been told a lot about the quote unquote uh, scalability kind of problem with Bitcoin, and it's well, not you know able to kind of process the. That's what the Civil War was about. What, what, that was that's what the Civil War was about that started. In, or that, that ended in 2017 is that they, they had a, a compromise called said I said said Sedgwick 2x and they didn't do it and so they forked Bitcoin cash and from there there was a, a few other forks but Bitcoin cash has been the consistent message for people who just want to use it as utility not for money gotcha. monetary mm-hmm. this conflict of interest is to operate on something like that you know i'm making all this money but i'm also you know building something mm-hmm. right and that's that's what we love about the volatility of it is the fact that that's just nature it's going to be mm-hmm. volatile the market is going to be volatile and, and you're gonna you're gonna have your booms you're gonna have your bust like just like any sort of business cycle the difference is is it's not controlled <laughs> as in what government intervention and, and what mises this talks about with the government intervention within the market is the fact that you have a controlled business boom bust business cycle. I mean, but that's not, that's not real. Like what's real is, is you're going to have, you're going to have your lot, your, your highs, and then you're eventually going to have your lows and that's how you're going. And your lows is how you're going to build back up in order to get that high back again, just like any, any individual that's bipolar. I mean, you're going to, you're gonna drop. You're gonna drop down to that depression stage, and hopefully, you come out of it, and you're gonna work at trying to get that high. Or you're, yeah. But I mean, the government, obviously, any type of intervention within the, any type of market. I mean, just like a bad friend to a bipolar friend that's in their low time, is the type of it's it's the type of person that's gonna or the type of institution that's gonna have the gun at your head, like. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, so that that's essentially where where we're what we look at this as is just a bit of the ability to to break away completely 
So in Bitcoin, like even in its downfalls, it's still a, a good use at, at countering the Fed. I mean, yeah. it doesn't. I mean, it it it's it kind of stops. I mean, what 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 did you say, Andrew? It kind of just it kind of forces the Fed. Give me just a second. I'll be right back. I'm having some computer issues. We're we're having technical difficulties today, I guess. But yeah, essentially, I mean, that's that's what it, it, it it's the idea of forcing the the Fed or any institution that wants to monopolize the money to capitulate to that market. So, how are we doing there, Andrew? Uh, just can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. So I'm doing okay now. You. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how like there is this kind of I don't know. I know even President Trump said he wasn't like a fan of Bitcoin. It's and I know the Federal Reserve System, the Fed, and you know the, the Treasury. They don't like you know crypto because it's gonna you know threatens the dollar, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of interesting how like you see uh, the SEC going targeting all these different cryptos. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like Bitcoin seems to be like immune to that. So that's always an interesting to me. Like I don't see this kind of like targeting of Bitcoin as you see of like, you know, uh, I believe that C was going after Ripple and um, there's some other ones too. So um, how they classify things as like a commodity, whatever, like a security or commodity, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure a lot of it's like political too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Bitcoin's the most popular one. So that's probably a little bit harder to kind of, Mm-hmm. Um, kind of wage war against, but I don't know. This this one crypto too is kind of like, yeah, you, know, you don't really know uh, which way the winds are going to blow and what the uh, and how. Uh, and I don't know myself. I'm sure you know is how kind of um, immune are like certain cryptos from like being t- like targeted yeah. by the, the SEC, like. Like, like a Monero or so some of these privacy coins, I can see them wanting to kind of be like, okay, yeah, this is a big problem. I we can't track, uh, uh, you know, who sent it and where it's going. So like this is this is this can't be allowed to happen. So I don't I mean I don't know what do you think. Mm-hmm. Well, to a certain extent, the the Fed loves the idea of crypto while at the same time loathing it because, I mean, one way at one instance it creates competition, which the Fed does not want. But at the other end, it's something that they can try to learn themselves, use it as a utility for themselves to try to create their own digital coin, which they are. And I mean, but where yeah. they can adapt it to, they they can track you, and they can already track you. But this this would be a coin that would be directly to the Fed, and essentially, you get rid of banks altogether, like no more bank runs, no more defaulting mm-hmm. banks that the fed can't can't save through their no more physical cash right so there's no like oh yeah. like it. exactly you want a mortgage uh, for a house you're going straight to fed now mm-hmm. so what's this and the more lawsuits they have to file to try to enforce the law the more they have to print money which forces the devaluation of the u.s dollar and the central bank currency down the road mm-hmm. Even if they are successful in launching a central bank digital currency, they're going to be so slow and uh, to the uptake that the progress but that decentralized currencies are making are just going to it's going to smoke it's, it's going to outrun them. So, they just don't won't be they'll never be able to catch up. Yeah. 
it's like you know there's a trend and everybody tries to get it get on the trend by the time the trends the has reached its peak in like 70 or 80 percent of the competition it's like oh yeah well look what we're doing while everybody's getting out of the trend because it, it, it's it's waning well let me so, let me let me stay on that when ask you both this same question when it comes to crypto or any type of digital currency what happens if the grid completely crashes? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. I don't have. I don't know enough about like crypto and how, uh, you know, how that all works mm-hmm. and how it would affect it. Mm-hmm. So you have to tell me. Yeah. Well, that's that said. I mean, it's said it's different than an actual fact. The matter that if. The, they take the internet down, take down crypto, then obviously nobody's going to be happy about that. Oh, well, there goes the, uh, the laws of the deal again. It's a technical difficulty today. Well, well we, uh, we will refer to this as uh, Fed shutdown. Yeah, right. We're talking too much yeah. about crypto, and, and I think the I think the Feds have. It's finally hijacked into us and it's making everything crash so no it's just a it's just a technical difficulty type of night i guess but i mean yeah. it's still good stuff um we'll uh we'll wait to see if if infinite comes on uh comes back i assume he will and uh at this point i, I say let's uh let's go ahead and wrap this up then i mean before we have more technical difficulties between the two of you so I'm, I'm I, I guess I got yeah. the better, better internet, man. It must be that South Carolina, that South Carolina internet, man. I'm so sorry. I don't know yeah. why this thing keeps crashing on me. I mean, it's, I'm sorry, man. Oh, no, yeah, it's okay. We're both in South Carolina, Graham, so that yeah. Lindsey Graham's <laughs> like, I have to get me, and he's hacking my internet, jacking my internet. Hmm. I think that might be it. Lindsey Graham is. He's That's pissed, it. But you, he has no idea the memes I'm going to get ready for him tomorrow. It's gonna, he's gonna right. lose the day. Yeah, yeah, for crashing my internet, right? Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, well, before we before we end up crashing again, and Lindsey Graham is a son of a gun. I'm sorry. So no, you were. We'll go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and just wrap it up then. So before before Lindsey decides to. <laughs> Give us, give us all women's names. Right. <laughs> I'll be Stephanie. Andrew, you can be, you can be uh, Andrea. Andrea, there you go. <laughs> I think about his perm. Mm-hmm. So that you, oh, I like the woman. <laughs> it's twenty twenty-three. I can be whatever I want. Bigot, absolute bigotry going on here. Shenanigans. You say bigotry, I call it shenanigans. <laughs> so. But with that, um, anything else to say? I mean, with uh, anything uh, you'd like to plug there, Infinite? I mean, I got nothing to plug. Uh, uh, just follow me on Twitter, underscore Infinite Seal. Um, if you like memes and having a good time, we like to make fun of politics in general, uh, just kind of, you know, government, the Fed, all the good, the fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, uh, one thing I am looking forward to is I actually did, and I'm sure you've seen my uh, uh, um, 
Lindsey Graham War Pig mm-hmm. yeah. meme. I'm actually I'm getting a shirt made getting shirts made out of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be an exciting um, development here in the next couple of weeks. Having those, so um, look for me next time. I, I think Lindsey Graham's up for re-election, if I'm not mistaken. But next time he's campaigning with Trump uh, right. in my area in South Carolina, uh, I will you I will be there and I'll be wearing that shirt. So. Okay. Um, just, just look out for that. But other than that, that's all I got. Sounds good. Sounds good. If 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 that's the case, then maybe you can hook up with Andrew and get get him. The, yeah, I'm in Myrtle Beach. Oh yeah. So. He's, down, oh, yeah? he's down there in South Carolina too, so you can okay. go on a war path on Lindsey Graham. Yeah, I'm in the upstate. Right. But yeah, we can we can make it happen. Hey, it's not too far. Mm-hmm. Not too far at all. So tell the yeah, tell that son of a bitch the. Go fuck himself. Oh, yeah. well, I'll have a, I'll do a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, and another another thing that then uh, I'll I'll plug this out for you. So hashtag uh, Liberty Book Club. So good uh, call. Yep. So mm-hmm. anybody anybody listening, I mean, whatever book that you're reading right now, any books that you've read in the past, uh, libertarian esque, Austrian economic esque. Tag that on Twitter and uh, with the hashtag Liberty Book Club. This is so. what I'm going through right now. I'm going through a Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln binge. So this is a forced in the glory, Abraham Lincoln's white dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the truth about Lincoln and his, you know, uh, uh, um, desire to like deport blacks, black Americans out of the country and everything. And the Emancipation yeah. Proclamation, how it didn't free anybody. And of course, um, I got a Dr. Newman's book. You just had Dr. Newman on, so his book, Cronyism. I, uh, uh, I treasure this book so much. I love the mm-hmm. Liberty Book Club and uh, how much it's uh, meant for me. Um, and this book really like opened my eyes to uh, the truth of what the Constitution mm-hmm. is and the cronyism in America. So I can't wait for his next edition. So that's a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, well, other than that, I'll uh, – well, but I'll be uh, plugging more books here in Liberty Book Club, and I'm looking forward to continuing doing what we've been doing on uh, the Twitterverse. Now, I personally am um, hell bent on on uh, keep calling it Twitter. Um, yeah. I just I, I it's this X thing. I'm, I'm just having a hard time with it. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I look forward to keep doing what we've been doing in the, in the Twitter Twitter sphere, and uh, you know, hey, doing all the fun things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll all be through Twitter. They can, they can, Elon can change it in the X, yeah. but it's can't still, change it here. It's Twitter in yeah, my heart. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, with that, uh, Andrew, you have anything in your corner there, Bob? No, I appreciate you coming on and joining us. Sorry for the technical issues. No, I'm sorry. Um, I, it's a real honor to be on here, especially considering you had, you know, you interviewed Larry Sharp and, like I said, Dr. Newman and so many great people uh, who mm-hmm. do a lot for liberty and, um, we're doing amazing things, and then it's like I just put words on pictures and put those on the internet, and it's like you know, yeah. hey, you know, here I am. So <laughs> I appreciate you guys inviting me on. It's uh, I had a lot of fun. It means a lot. I, to be a meme war veteran is is probably it's better. It, hey, it's a full time job. It's honest work. It's, exactly, it's honest work, and it, it's doing its it's doing its thing. So like, yeah, you keep doing your thing and. And, I'm not uh, going to stop either. So exactly, everybody Every needs day. everybody needs to just pitch in and do their thing. So mm. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be memes. It can be writing a book. It can be a podcast. 
it can be starting a business like my cousin. Hey, a very <laughs> successful podcast. Yeah, I'm very successful. Unlike Tom That's Wood, right. he's very failed. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so again, uh, plug one more time, fanghornforesters.com. And then uh, why don't you go, go uh, shout out Infinite Zeal Syndicate if you haven't followed them already on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And then check out his, uh, his store. Um, and uh, make sure you get the get that new copy of Warpig. Can't wait. So I can't mm-hmm. wait for it. So I'm gonna have to oh, definitely yeah. get that one. So, but with that, I am the legacy of Jennifer and Kaiser, Zachary Kaiser, Buckeye Zach, as Andrew would want to refer to me as, because O H I L, and that's Andrew. The actual surname, my bad. That's all good. You didn't hear that, people. And this is Infinite Zeal. So, and uh, we're we're happy to have them on, just like we're happy to have anybody on. But this one was uh, this one was great. So we we went into a lot. So uh, with that, peace. This has been the Legacy Right. Tucked away from all this shit I'll choose the life of an average